Good morning. My name is John Christensen, and I'm your host for the next hour of the Redeemer Radio Spring Sherathon. I'm joined in the studio with St. Paul of the Cross Parish. So, uh, so we're in hour number three of the Spring Sherathon. We're making steady progress towards our total goal. Our goal this this hour is five thousand five hundred dollars, and we've got a special matching process of twenty pledges. No matter the amount, will earn us an extra five hundred dollar match. So let's get those calls coming early and often. The phone number to call is 260-436-9598. It's 260-436-9598. You can call or text the word GIVE. So to get us started, we'll start with prayer. And Father Jose, if you'd like to start us with prayer, and then we'll get rolling with introductions. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Amen. We place ourselves in the presence of God. Heavenly Father, we ask you to send down your Holy Spirit to guide us at this time, to enlighten us that we may come to know your holy will. We ask you to uh, touch the hearts of so many who are listening at this time, that they may be open to your holy will and also may be generous to um, share their, their treasures with Redeemer Radio so that many may come to know your Son, Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. 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 Of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you, Father Jose. So, so you're going on about your one-year anniversary, right, at uh, at St. Paul's? Is that is that right? Yeah, I've been there for a year and a half now. A year and yes. a half. Excellent. Yes, yes. Excellent. So, uh, so that's great. So we'll come back to your story. There's lots of different things that we can talk about um, in terms of your journey here, where you are today. But also, we've got a new deacon. So, Deacon Joe. So, uh, so good morning. So, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Well, I was recently ordained in January with 17 other men. Nice at St. Pius Parish in South Bend, Granger, mm -hmm. and um, I'm working at St. Paul the Cross. I live in that community. Have you been a, a, a prisoner at that parish? Or were you I've lived there? in Columbia okay. City for several decades. Uh, we raised our children there. Mm -hmm. We chose to send them to parochial school, so there was a period of time we were here in Fort Wayne. But I'm so grateful to be back. Nice, 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 nice. And congratulations on, on becoming a deacon. And so how has that been going so far? What type of responsibilities does that does that mean for Father you? Father hasn't found much for me to do yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure that's true. <laughs> no, I've been very involved, loving it. And, uh, you know, the dynamics is really changing for me. Um, so I love being on the altar, um, visiting the homebound, working with new engaged couples. Mm -hmm. So I've been quite busy. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Excellent. Yeah. Bailey, how about you? Tell us about you. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm a senior at Columbia City High School. We've gone to St. Paul the Cross my whole life. Um, I'm pretty involved. Um, I'm on the diocesan youth leadership team, participate in our youth group. Um, I'm on the ARC team, which is like adult religious catechesis. So I just finished up a talk series that I was giving on redemptive suffering. So that was a fun experience to do that. Yeah, I'm just super involved at our parish. I love being there. Spend a lot of time there. Nice. So you were you were teaching the adults. Uh, I was. That's fantastic. Yes. I love that. Way to that's go. Awesome. Yeah, that's sure. that's great. That's delegation. So tell me more about what you were uh, what what the role was and what you were teaching them. Um, yeah. So I was just talking talking about redemptive suffering. I'm just you know uniting our suffering to Christ on the cross and the power in that. So my first talk was kind of just an overview of redemptive suffering, and then I talked about a Marian view of suffering and kind of specifically with an emphasis on, um, you know, Our Lady of Sorrows 
and the Blessed Mother's role at the foot of the cross. And then my last session was a Eucharistic view of suffering. So I just kind of talked about um, my love for Eucharistic adoration and again, just uniting our suffering to Jesus's. That's great. We've got so much to learn from each other, no matter what age we are and where, where we are in the faith journey. I think that's fantastic that you're able to do something like that. And that, again, represents exactly what we do here at Redeemer Radio, right? So it's, it's, it doesn't matter who the voice is, just as long as we share stories. So that's fantastic. Um, it's a good it's a good kind of lead-in to what we're doing here this morning with our share with St. Paul of the Cross Parish. And again, the phone number is 260-436-9598, where we can call or text the word GIVE, to, again, to 436-9598. And, uh, and Jessica, tell us a little about you. Welcome. Hi, thank you. Um, so my name is Jessica Smith, and I'm the pastoral associate at St. Paul of the Cross. I've been in that role for about a year. I've been a member at the parish essentially my whole life and done ministry since I was 19. Um, and so it's nice to be able to um, kind of settle in and serve my own parish in this particular way. Nice. So what called you to this particular position a year ago? Well, I mean, Father Jose arrived and um, we had a lot of change and transition. And um, it was time to kind of really reevaluate all the ministries and the apostolates and to try and re-envision what was happening at St. Paul of the Cross. And I kind of felt the Lord pulling me in this direction for several years. And um, so when Father Jose offered me the position, I... I knew that it was exactly where God wanted me to be at this point in my life. Sounds like a tough ask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and how's, it, how's it been going? Well, I mean, obviously you've got people like Bailey to help you out. Yeah, and, Bailey's uh, fantastic. And, and, and Deacon Joe. So um, so what, yeah, are, what, are you, mean, what are you most proud of? What's happening? Oh, I think that I'm most proud of the fact that we have really um, dedicated ourselves to casting a wider net and engaging people in the um, leadership roles and, and ministerial roles in the parish. Um, we've done um, gifts assessments and, um, you know, really tried to um, encourage people to share their giftedness with the Lord through their parish community. Um, we've dedicated ourselves to a team philosophy where we're, we're developing teams for each of the ministries and apostolates so that no one person bears the burden and we get a lot of different perspectives. Um, so we've had a lot of new apostolates and a lot of new activities and a lot of new engagement and... Um, I mean, you know, parish parish ministry is it's tricky, um, but I think that we're um, hitting those challenges and kind of being creative. And and we've had some really beautiful things happen at St. Paul of the Cross over the last year. Oh, that's great! It uh, one of my favorite things about hosting these these uh, these hours is just to hear all the exciting things going on at a parish and, and around the city. Sometimes we get so lost in terms of what our experience is in our own parish mm -hmm. and. And, uh, and to hear this type of casting a wide net philosophy. So, um, so Father Jose, this is, this is really a good strategy. I mean, it's really, and to focus it based on people's strengths and their gifts is even better so that they can uh, go forth with joy. And, right. um, and so, and again, a lot of similarities with what happens at Redeemer Radio, really reinforcing what, uh, what strengths we have and to, to cast that wide net. So uh, really talk to people wherever they are in their faith journey. So this is a really key part for our goal that we've got for this hour with St. Paul of the Cross of $5,500. Let's get those calls coming in and get the phones ringing. If we get 20 pledges or more, then there's an automatic match of $500. And also we've got some giving incentives at this point. So for a monthly gift of $15 or more, you receive an insulated travel mug. 
and for a monthly gift of $25 or more, you may be able to put that insulated travel mug to good use because you're entered to, entered to win a free trip to the Holy Land with Redeemer Radio. Same, same benefit if you give a one-time gift of $300 or a monthly gift of $25 or more. So, um, so Jessica, some of the things that you're really proud of in terms of um, those new initiatives, is there one or two in particular that you'd like to highlight this morning in terms of what's, um, what's been working particularly well? Yeah, so um, I think that we had some really beautiful things happen with our adult religious catechesis team this year. They're, they go by the name of ARC, and they meet every Wednesday. Um, every member of the team presented on a different topic. Bailey's presentation was beautiful. What I love about Bailey, I love everything about Bailey, but one of the things that I really love about <laughs> Bailey is that her faith is so strong, and she's not afraid to live it. And I watch her kind of lead some of the older generations to this like deep love for the Lord. And for them to be courageous enough to express that love in like different ways. Um, and so for her to give a talk on redemptive suffering was really impactful. I went, I kind of snuck in for the last session and oh my gosh, the dialogue was so fantastic. Like people were really um, excited to share their own perspectives and to really engage in dialogue with one another and with Bailey on that topic. So I think ARC has been a really fantastic thing. Um, I love that we are bringing um, outside voices into the parish. Um, we had a Lenten mission with Paul Kim came and did um, a two-day mission for us, and then the third day was our penance service, and it was profound. I mean, we had amazing turnout, and I know the impact was, was really profound for the people who attended. Um, so that's great to breathe that new life into the parish and to, you know, really give people a lot of different opportunities to grow and engage in their faith um, because all of us does that in different ways. Um, so Father has really brought a focus of um, Eucharist to the parish, Eucharistic adoration before every Mass. We do um, all-day adoration on Fridays. Um, we've added once a month we do Eucharistic adoration with praise and worship. It's beautiful, lights off, candles lit, incense, you know, confession, an hour of praise and worship music. And I know that for a lot of people that has really been um, transformative in the way that they view Eucharistic adoration. So, um, and those are all different, right? Like it's all different, it hits people in different ways and draws different types of people in. So I think that that is um, a really fantastic thing. That's fantastic. That's great. And speaking of outside speakers, um, did I understand right? You've got something coming up on, on science and faith coming up we soon? We do. We do. We have Tim Francis coming, um, Reasons to Believe. And Tim has, has spoken at a couple of parishes around the diocese. Most recently, he was at Sacred Heart in Warsaw. But he's also, I know, been to St. Elizabeth Ann Seton. I think he's been to St. Vincent's. Um, so he's coming May 1st and 2nd. He does the same presentation two nights in a row. That's a Monday and a Tuesday. So you can choose which one you want to hear. And Tim's presentation is largely based on Eucharistic miracles. If you have not seen his presentation, it is an absolute must. Um, and one of the things I love about Tim is that he talks about, I mean, we all hear people say, like, how do I bring my loved ones back to the faith? How do I bring them back? Like, they've, they've left the faith. And Tim actually left the faith. And what brought him back was the story that he shares. And nothing brings people in like the supernatural. Um, so bringing them in to, like, hear these amazing stories of these Eucharistic miracles and the way that science proves them to be wow. miraculous. Um, so I'm really, really excited to have Tim come and, and present at our parish. And I hope that people from all over the diceses will come and listen to his presentation. That's great. Sometimes we need those outside voices just Absolutely. to remind. 
Absolutely. That's what we have. And, and again, that's what Redeemer Radio does all the time, bring in some out, outside voices, some some fresh perspectives to make sure that we're all growing in our faith, whether we're we're active Catholics or whether they're falling away Catholics or not Catholic at all. It's an opportunity for us to to all come together and really find those those sources of inspiration. So a special thanks to August, Augustina Trombling yeah. gave us a $200 pledge. So thank, thank you, thank you very much. So way to get the ball rolling. Again, the phone number is 260-436-9598. That's 436-9598. So, uh, so we talked a little bit about kind of feeding our faith with uh, with stories. So, and um, so Bailey, you've got a couple of favorite Redeemer Radio uh, programs, right, that you listen to to help feed that faith on a regular basis. Um, yes, my favorite podcast of all time right now is Poco a Poco. Of all time, that's yes. a, that's a big that's a big <laughs> yeah, deal. It's it's really good. Cannot recommend it highly enough. That's great. Now, I mean, you're not that old, so of all time, you know, I don't know, yeah. but uh, but that's a that's a great endorsement. So, what do you love about it? Um, it, there's there's just these four Franciscan friars, and they just they talk about so much really interesting stuff but there's so much banter and they have such joy in the way that they communicate but then they always say something really really profound that strikes me and i'm like whoa i've never thought about that before but they encase it in such like a fun manner it's just really enjoyable to listen to that's great i love it it's all about joy right it's just about that banter and making sure and that obviously you exude that too in terms of that's exactly what jessica said too in terms of your presentation so it's a wonderful thing. Another thanks to uh, to Sharon Locke and, and and Isaiah Tucker also both gave online pledges. Again, oh nice. The source is redeemerradio.com. Our phones are also open, so keep those keep those pledges coming. Again, the number is 436-9598. So uh, so Deacon Joe, so uh, so tell us a little bit again as a brand new deacon. So what was it that triggered you down this path? What was your what was your your aha moment where it's like you I want to do this? It's kind of funny, many years ago I, I thought about it and wanted to do it, uh, but I had eight children, it wasn't the right time. That's a commitment. And uh, <laughs> about five years ago, a client of mine walked in the office with uh, something out of the St. Elizabeth's Bolton that said, they're opening the diaconate program, would you consider this? And that was a real blessing to me, and I just visited with that person on a social basis recently. Um, but the formation was great. Uh, we started with a very large class, ended with a large class. Uh, we met at in Warsaw every Saturday for four years. Wow. Mostly every Saturday. I mean, we took summer breaks, that sure. type of stuff. Uh, but they were just great gentlemen, great formation. And then I was asked to uh, be solely assigned to uh, St. Paul the Cross, which mm-hmm. I was thrilled. You know, being on the altar is, I can't describe it. it it's probably the highlight every day. Mm-hmm. Um, but also I've learned much visiting with people that are homebound who do other things too. But uh, that's what led me. A lot of prayer. My, my children, my wife, mm-hmm. everybody was on this faith journey. Mm. Nice. So the pledges are coming in. So obviously yes. that faith journey has expanded to uh, to really represent St. Paul of the Cross. So we've got Aaron Schidler, Scheidler, 
Uh, and Bailey's I'm mom. That's, yeah. Oh, way to go. See, it always helps. They invited you for a reason, Bailey, so way to go. Uh, and then Jose Emmanuel, fantastic. So um, so it's all coming in now. So And and Bailey, this is another extra special gift because you get to get out of school, right? I mean, you yeah. know, Columbia City, is so it's great. So a little yeah. bonus. It wasn't too hard. They didn't have to twist your arm too hard, I guess. No, I said, come. absolutely. Get out of my hardest classes. That's great. Way to go. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Well, Father Jose, it, yeah. it sounds like there's been a real commitment to Eucharistic adoration, yes. both what, what Deacon Joe has oh, talked yeah. about as himself personally, but but collectively, systemically for the whole parish. So that seems to be a big priority. Yes. Uh, when I was assigned by the bishop to come here, I had heard a, a friend of mine who had been a seminarian, um, very devout young man, and he said, if you want to bring a renewal to the parish, do two things daily, every day. Do, uh, pray the rosary with the people and do Eucharistic adoration. So the key is this, the pastor has to lead. So I force myself to be there. I have to be there. People are waiting for me. I, I, sometimes I, I arrive and they're already there in the oh, parking yeah. lot. Like so I have to get up and start my day with the Holy Hour. And I also hear confessions every day. So to have that available to them, I think that's what brings uh, a renewal to the parish healing. And I mean, it, it just doesn't depend on the particular personality of the priest uh, or uh, just the music or whatever. It's, it's Jesus, the one that does the renewal. So that's, that's the key. So every day we have Eucharistic adoration, confession, and pray the rosary. I mean, that's, that's pretty it. That's basically the, the, the key. Um, and for me, it's, it's important that all the families um, are able to encounter the Lord in the Eucharist. So I purposely have the, the expo um, exposition right before each Mass. So if they come in a little bit earlier, um, they still have the opportunity to encounter the Lord. Uh, it's, it's key. I mean, otherwise, people, you know, they just come in, they just chatter, whatever. No, for me, it's important that prayer um, and we can chatter afterwards as well um, at, and, and just get to know each other. To, uh, and we need to welcome people, but to the Lord, right? right. It, it, I think that's important. So, I mean, Redeemer Radio is about the Lord. He's the Redeemer. So the same thing for, for us, it, the, the, high, the, the high point of our, of, our, uh, of our existence really should be the Eucharist, is the source and summit of our life. Um, and and so that is priority for me. So yeah, I'm so excited to to see the 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 fruits of of this uh, this these initiatives. I see that so many people who are coming in. Some are not even Catholic. They just mm -hmm. stop in and pray. Um, I have a there's one fellow who who I'm not going to mention who is not Catholic at all. He was originally and left uh, was, I guess he was raised in another reality and um, has a doctorate in in in, in scripture in a non-catholic uh, uh, church and so and he's somehow it must have been his grandmother someone instilled in him a great love for the Eucharist because he, wow. he can't understand why he he's, he's just drawn to go to the church it's the only it's the only Catholic church in town so something within him says, you know, this is special. Well, I know what it is. You know what it is, right? Redeemer Radio uh, listeners know what it is. It's, it's Jesus' presence in the Eucharist. So it, there's this, it's just very powerful, but very, very subtle as well at the same time. So, Well, it sounds like you've made it very easy for people, too, to engage in the Eucharist scatteration. 
right there. and and i mean that's the key i mean if and so it's not only during the weekday i i dared to do it even on saturday and Sundays mm -hmm. when people actually go to church. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> this is, it's making, making it available, um, accessible. Yes. Um, I also have the, the office, um, the parish office opened when people actually go to church. Wow, so that go we figure can, that, exactly, right? that's great. Because that's when the majority of people are, have all sorts of questions. And instead of waiting, um, if they go to mass on Saturday evening, if they have to wait until Tuesday. Right. Um, we just, we're, I mean, they're, make it available right yeah that's wonderful just make it easy for them to really right. meet them where they are that's right. great when, and when i arrive in the morning it's not uncommon at all for people to be there um people that i don't know were there before uh in eucharistic adoration and i notice a couple gentlemen and probably others mm -hmm. who aren't even from our community come in at least once a week um so it's just joyful to see that it, there's people Excellent. That's great. Jessica, do you want to read some of the, uh, so we've got another Jose. So there's, uh, we're getting all the Jose's calling in with pledges. So that's great. <laughs> Keep them coming. Yeah. And we have Karen Berg who gave online Jacob and Michelle Aulis. That's my brother and sister-in-law. Nice. They pledged in honor of Bailey who gave a teaching on redemptive suffering. <laughs> Jacob is a member of our ARC team as well. And Michelle actually is a member of our RCIA team. Um, and Sarah St. Clair gave a phone pledge. So thank you, Sarah, for that. Excellent. Keep those calls coming in. Just a reminder that if we get 20 total pledges or more, then we get an automatic match of $500. So it's always a benefit to get those matches. And incentives for a monthly gift of $15 or more, you receive an insulated travel mug. Or for a monthly gift of $25 or more, you could put that travel mug to good use if perhaps you win because you're entered to win a free trip to the Holy Land. Um, same thing for a one-time gift of $300. That's amazing, by the way. I've been yeah. there twice, the Holy but Land? never as a priest. So uh, it's just a one. They call it the fifth gospel. Uh -huh. Just to be there where Jesus walked. It's uh -huh. that's that's amazing. Well, you made a pledge when you came in, so you're entered to win. So, you know, who knows? Keep your hey. fingers crossed, you know, keep praying. <laughs> and pray. But he's been there twice, and I haven't been there at all. So oh, yes. if he wins, I'm sure he'll donate But I forgot prize. a lot of the sites. <laughs> I really need to be refreshed. <laughs> sure, Father. Yes. <laughs> That's great. Yes, and, and it's a great, it's a great um, having, a, having a purpose and a vision and a goal to be able to, what do we strive for? So mm. um, finding, you know, your, your reminder that it's all about the Eucharist. Is a is a is a is a very important one, um, and again the the travel to the uh, the Holy Land is a is a nice way to remind us of that. So right. uh, so it's a good connection. We've had another another pledge come in, Barbara Buckelman. Yeah, so gave us that online. So keep those calls coming in, and uh, and again just a reminder that twenty pledges or more, no matter what the amount is. Uh, is an automatic match for $500. So um, so with this, I've got lots of questions for you, uh, Father Jose, just about your uh, your TikTok experience. So we use that as the sort of the teaser as we go into break, and then we can spend the uh, the second half of this hour talking a little about and exploring some of those things in terms of your what you're, what you're seeing and how you're reaching people that way. So, uh, so we're looking forward to that. So again, thank you to St. Paul of the Cross. We're here for a whole hour with Redeemer Radio Shareathon. The number again is 436-9598, 436-9598, and we'll come back in a minute.
You're listening to an encore presentation of Redeemer Radio's Shareathon on 106.3 FM WRDF Columbia City, Fort Wayne, and 95.7 FM WRDI Napanee, Michiana. We don't have people answering the phones right now, but you can still call 260-436-9598 and leave a message or donate online at RedeemerRadio.com. Make a one-time pledge or pay in monthly installments. Thank you for listening to and supporting your local Catholic radio station. I think as Catholics, we have a duty to evangelize. We don't always do the best job with that. And I think for me, Redeemer Radio has helped me understand my faith better and also be able to explain it to others in a way that is uh, humble, meek, and uh, respectful. Joining our mission is even easier with our mobile app. Download Redeemer Radio's app to your Apple or Android device and click Give Now. This is Bishop Kevin Rhodes. On my program, Truth and Charity, I'm able to connect with the faithful across our diocese each week, discussing a variety of topics and answering your questions. Thank you for listening to and supporting Catholic programming like Truth and Charity, heard right here on Redeemer Radio. We recently received notice that within the next six months, we will have to move the transmitter used to broadcast Redeemer Radio to the Fort Wayne area. We have a committee of radio and legal experts helping us navigate this complicated and expensive process, but we need you, all of our listeners, to please consider making a truly sacrificial gift so that we have the funds needed to relocate our tower as well as cover FCC and legal fees. Join us in praying for a solution that sustains our reach and mission. Redeemer Radio equips listeners to evangelize so that God can work miracles in our families, neighborhoods, and communities. Every donation helps us reach more souls for Christ as the seeds of faith are spread. We'll never know how many souls are saved because of the generosity of listeners like you. Help us continue reaching souls for Christ. Call or text GIVE to 260-436-9598 or donate online at RedeemerRadio.com. This is Redeemer Radio's share Thank you for tuning in to your listener-supported local Catholic radio station. Good morning. This is John Christensen. I'm your host this hour for Redeemer Radio Spring Shareathon. We're on hour number three, and I'm joined in the studio with St. Paul of the Cross Parish. So one of the things we were talking about just before break was uh, was Father Jose's 
his experience on TikTok. So, um, so <laughs> we're not well, messing around with this uh, with this experience well, because he's got like sixty eight thousand followers here. So this isn't just like a uh, little hobby thing. This is a real deal. Well, I mean, I don't know if they all exist. <laughs> <laughs> they don't call me. You know, that's right. <laughs> but you know what? That was an uh, initiative at the beginning of the pandemic. Um, sure. There was during the lockdown a lot of the young people were involved and somehow i uh i was invited by actually the secretary of the parish at that time uh, where i was and and somehow it, people were enjoying it the idea there was to connect the faith with the rest of the life it, it, to evangelize the culture that that was basically it it's just a means um of men there's many means i mean redeemer radio uh, reaches out to an audience and I guess TikTok was reaching out to a lot of the young folks. Um, I do say that there, there are things there that are, are not very um, ev evangelical, if you will. And so the, the church needs to step up and be missionary in those areas, those places. And I mean, it is time consuming. And so I have to admit that re most recently I've been more attentive to my parish community because sure. I prefer to see people you know face in, per face. in person yeah face to face but it was a great time and i um i mean reached out to people it was like pre-evangelization and then evangelization and it got to the point of apologetics explaining you know defending the faith as well um ecumenism people who are not even catholic but christians we we had dialogues and and then people would ask to uh, for prayers, which I loved. You know, people would call from all over the world. Uh, well, they would comment from all over the world, uh, stating that their families were sick to please pray for them. And I would do a video and have everyone who, who was connected to TikTok in my account um, to to pray for them. So that, I thought that was really good. Very That's impressive. Great. Yeah. And was there dance involved? We <laughs> did all sorts of creative things, including dancing. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Well, luckily this is radio, so we're, you're, you're off the hook to you know to do some you, sort of demonstration. That's right. Yeah. But people can still go on to his TikTok and watch and you all can the watch old it stuff, and which repeat is what it. we did when he arrived. Yeah. That, that <laughs> my kids like TikTok stalked him. I'm getting. It's doing better, but. That's yeah. great. Well, as far as the audience knows, you could yes. be dancing right now, as right. far as they know. Yeah. So, so <laughs> just imagine it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, that's great. And I think, you know, the, it is about evangelization. It is about right. meeting people where they are. And obviously, we're not necessarily endorsing all the wonderful things or not about TikTok. Right. But it's just how do we use the resources available right. mm -hmm. to talk to people where they are, right. um, which is exactly mm -hmm. what we do here at Redeemer sure. Radio. So a reminder, again, that the phone number to call is 260 Four three six ninety five ninety eight. Four three six ninety five ninety eight. And uh, and we're getting a number of different um, of different pledges. So uh, so Deacon Joe, do you want to kind of update the list in terms of yeah. through who we've getting support from? Thank you, Walter Trabert, who donated online. Sophia Smith, a daughter of Jessica. My girl. Yes. Awesome. Nice. Kim Cedor, uh, Colleen Bicknell. Oh, my grandma. Oh, yeah. Oh, look at that. Lori Starkey. Thank you very much. 
Kimberly, by the way, Cedar is our secretary. Okay. And Joe Joseph Cochran is our deacon. <laughs> there you go. So thank you, Joe. Everything counts. Way to go, Joe. And I know I'm getting text messages that we have some other people who have donated online, but it's just not showing up yet. Excellent. So Excellent. So pop up. A reminder with twenty with twenty pledges, then we get an automatically unlock a match of five hundred dollars. So Excellent. let's make sure we Excellent. get to that quickly. So we've got a big goal of five thousand five hundred dollars this hour with Saint Paul of the Cross. So keep that coming. So, Father Jose, the other yes. thing. So, um, the other thing I found really interesting in preparing for this was that you've got uh, twin brothers that were Olympic boxers. That's right. Is that, is that mm-hmm. true? So, yes. so I imagine that dinner time was a little bit maybe chaotic, perhaps well, at your house, or uh, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, the, the, they are twins, by the way. The yeah. Younger, my younger brothers. Um, one of them is now retired. The other one is still uh, the underdog for the world champion. Wow, that's so a big deal. Still, yeah, he's very active and he trains other other um, people and kids and he's he, he loves it. At home, we're I mean I've come from a military family and my mom's a phys ed teacher. So, so a little discipline there. Very, so yeah, it's more Yeah, um, but you know I I I can say that my brothers outside of the boxing ring they are very um, disciplined. So there's no nice. fighting, arguing like nice. that. And that it's not. Well, you know who's going to win, though. So there's really no reason to fight. Well, I'm older than like, them. I, t- I remind them. That. <laughs> Does that matter? Well, I hope they have to respect me, right? <laughs> no, it's it's all good. I actually got to see a, a couple of my brothers recently. Wow. Um, so it's it's great. Uh, yeah, that's great. So did you did you also get involved in boxing early well, in your life, or was that just them? Yeah, my dad put us in in different sports, including boxing. I was I, I did boxing a bit. Yeah. I didn't last that long. <laughs> well, they, they, my brother stuck to boxing. That that okay. was their thing. I did many other things. Uh, what, were, what was your thing? I did track and field and I, um, other sp- uh, sports, volleyball, and, and I was a stilts walker in high school. We had a... That's right. Just, Let's talk about the stilts. Was, so you, because you, you still do that now, right? I do. I mean, I learned that uh, my high school teacher was, uh, was asked to gather some of our, uh, some of his students to be on TV for Miss Universe pageant when it was in Puerto Rico so that we can be in the behind um, behind the the, the ladies um, while they were presenting what country they were from so they just wanted something authentically Puerto Rican so I'm like I learned that in 2001 and I've never uh, forgot I mean it's like learning how to ride a bike right yeah. so yeah so, so what does the stilts mean I mean just so these like- sticks these long sticks that I stand on and I have, I have this long I have long black pants uh-huh. so I cover the stick so I, all of a sudden I become a giant nice the opposite of reality but well, you, you and I are both a little vertically challenged yeah. you know, so I, I might be interested in maybe yeah. a little training on the right. stilts thing you know so but it's I, so cool we'll be at a at a meal or a breakfast at the parish <laughs> And Father will present himself on stilts, and the kids just follow him around the room, and it's it's really cool to at see. At the community center. Because I wouldn't do it inside the church, per se, right. like, while I'm celebrating Mass. Uh-huh. Right? But outside, I mean, there's a time for everything, and, and joy is part of, uh, uh, I mean, it's also a means to evangelize. Uh-huh. Um, I think children like it, elderly like it. Everybody so likes it, sure. Yeah. So I, I think it's great when anybody, whenever anybody can see a priest is a real person, right? You know, and they've got mm-hmm. interest, they can have a yeah. sense of humor, and they can. I, I think that's again, it's about our faith, right? It's right. real, and it helps people on a regular basis. And and uh, and when we start our day, whether it's with Eucharist adoration or just mm-hmm. having the joyful conversations about what life is all about, 
um, that's what works. And that's what works on Redeemer Radio, too, is it meets people where they are. It helps people understand. It relates to them. They answer tough questions. And, uh, and that's why we're here today, is to really help support Redeemer Radio and everything it does. The phone number, again, is 260-436-9598, 260-436-9598. You can call or text the word GIVE, or you can go to RedeemerRadio.com. So, Jessica, we've got some more new names up there. You want to awesome. update us? Yeah, we have Doris Peters. So thank you, Doris. She gave online. Mindy Cochran, and she wants to shout out to her brother-in-law, Deacon nice. Joe Cochran. Nice. And then Andrew Smith, that's my oldest, so he gave online. Excellent. Um, well, thank goodness that you're here today to make I sure know. all your relatives are donating, <laughs> I know. Jessica. So I'm still waiting for um, Isabella and Ariana <laughs> that's to good donate. That's Ariana's trying. She actually sent me a video. She's having a little trouble with the online app. She wanted to <laughs> prove great. that she was trying to donate. But um, yeah, Redeemer Radio. So so AJ Andrew is my oldest, and he um, my kids are homeschooled, and he would sit in his room while he was doing his school and listen to Redeemer Redeemer Radio all day. Wow. And he would awesome. come out and be like, Oh my gosh, mom. This is what I, you know, learned listening to all. And he knew like, he knew the schedule. He knew like when all of the, you know, shows were aired. And, and still when I get into my four oldest, AJ's um, 22 and then I have triplets who are 20. And when I get in their cars, it's always tuned into Redeemer Radio, which makes my mama heart really proud. Nice. Um, so Redeemer Radio has been really impactful for my young adults. And then their younger siblings who are coming up above them all or behind them. I mean, are also like listening as well. So um, I can personally speak to the impact that this uh, radio station can have nice. on the lives of young people. It must have made for some interesting dinner conversations. It was fantastic. I learned a lot. I really did. He would he would come out and I mean, you know, and he knew these like Catholic personalities that I didn't even know. And he would just come out and be so amazed by what he had learned. And, um, you know, it was really it was really cool to watch him. And and parents know like our kids lead us. Right. They lead yes. us to the faith. They lead us to a deeper relationship with Jesus. And um, I know that part of the reason why A.J. is Catholic still is because of what he learned listening to Redeemer Radio. That's awesome. Excellent. Yeah, absolutely. Excellent. And what? he loves the station. He usually hosts um, for the share. He's not this year because he just bought a business, but um, and he comes in sometimes and does some fun. online stuff. Yeah, he he loves this that's place. Great. Well, yeah. good for you too for being open to listening to your kids too. I mean, that's that's part of it, right? Yeah. We all need to be able to make sure that that we're listening to everybody and we can learn from the young people just as much as they can learn from us. Absolutely, it's that, it's that communal conversation. Yeah, absolutely. My Excellent. kids, they teach me something every day. Mostly stuff I don't want to learn. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's great. And, and do you have a personal favorite of uh, you know the podcast or any of the shows from Redeemer Radio? Man, I love so many. I also love Poco a Poco. I love um, the Abide. Um, podcast. I really love 10,000 Reasons, which is a, a local one. Um, but I just, I love anything with um, Patrick Lencioni. I I just love all of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And my, my radio is always on. As my husband will change the channel and then I get annoyed because oh, I get no. in the car. <laughs> but the number one spot is always programmed to Redeemer Radio in all of my vehicles. What yeah. a great lesson. Exactly. We should all do the same, just, yeah, right? Just the right now, one. just stop what you're doing and just program your radio so that number one is Redeemer Radio. Speaking of one, we need one more pledge and we'll have re we'll reach the bonus of 20 pledges so that we can unlock the $500 match. Oh, that's fantastic. So we've got uh, Tony Starkly uh, came in with, uh, with, uh, with the pledge. So we just need one more pledge again we're on our well on our way to the goal this hour of five thousand five hundred dollars so one more pledge will get us the um will get us the extra match of five hundred dollars the phone number again is two six zero 
436-9598. Yeah, I know they're out there. Like I said, I'm getting some text messages. I pledged before I came on this morning, so that Mm -hmm. one hasn't come up yet. And I'm getting messages from people saying, like, I pledged. Has it come up yet? So... Good deal. So. Well, it's always a good sign when we're sitting in this room mm-hmm. and everybody's on their phone. So <laughs> it's always a good sign. So keep it up. Um, and also, I understand that you recently had a parish mission, right? Yes. So tell us more about what happened at the parish mission. Paul J. Kim came over. Uh, he, he had been already a, a presenter, a speaker at um, Rekindle the Fire this mm-hmm. year, which was amazing. And um, I actually know him personally. He and I were in formation together and with the Franciscan Friars of the Renewal, mm-hmm. the CFRs, the ones who lead poco a poco. So I know all of them actually in person. Nice. And and he's just phenomenal. He just had his 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 um, fifth child. He's just very dynamic, very funny. He had the little kids laughing and just be attentive throughout more than a, an hour and a half, which wow. is not easy. That's a big deal. Not easy to do. And it, I mean, people cried and what I loved about it, one of the most impactful parts for me was he had the spouses pray for each other. Nice. Like right then and there, not just pray like, yes, pray for each other, but right then and there. And he challenged us, all of us to pray for each other. And and then he had the uh, parents pray for their kids and the children had to pray for the parents, which was really beautiful. And then they, he asked me to go, come forward, and they prayed for me. Mm-hmm. And then I prayed for them as a spiritual father. I, think, I thought that was amazing. Nice. So, I mean, it was it's just a wonderful, uh, it was just two days of spiritual renewal, um, trying to dive into, the, you know, our relationship with the Lord, basically, mm-hmm. and find ourselves, too, because we, we can get caught up in so many negativity in the world, and uh, the, the divisions that there is in the in the. You know, even the church, unfortunately, um, and so we need like to be reminded once again. Oh, God has a purpose for us, and we shouldn't give up. That's great. And the connection to Francisca is that was your connection with Father Benedict Rochelle too? Yeah, absolutely. Yes, That's great. When Father Benedict Rochelle had his car accident, mm-hmm. um, I was a teenager. I was 19 years old, and I went up to New York and. Long story short, I was his caregiver for one year. I remember when that happened. That was I huge. loved Father Benedict Rochelle. I loved him, and he's he's just very special to me. And I was with him the day he died. Oh, wow. So I remember him. I mean, there's so many things I can say about him, but very holy, very down-to-earth as a New Yorker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> also, also originally from New Jersey. Right. He used to say that he's from Jersey City, so he's ready for purgatory. So. <laughs> <laughs> or he can skip it, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, yeah. I, I, I love um, the Eucharist thanks to the CFRs. Right. I love Our Lady, especially Our Lady of Guadalupe, because of the CFRs. Actually, that's their patroness. Um, so it was just wonderful to go back to the basics. Um, yeah. And that's great. It's a wonderful representation of what you're doing at St. Paul of the Cross, where you have that appreciation of history of, of people. Again, many of the listeners of Redeemer Radio will know Father Benedict Grishel and, and what he meant, but also embracing what's new and what's um, what's working now. So that combination what is really special. What many people may not know is that he actually did his novitiate in our diocese. Really? Really. He did it in St. Felix Catholic yeah. Center sure. uh, when it was mm-hmm. a friary. And he lived there with Blessed Solanus Casey. Wow. Blessed Solanus Casey was in his mid-80s, and, and Father Benedict Groeschel, which his name was Benedict Joseph, after St. Benedict Joseph Labre, 
he 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 was a teenager. He was wow. 18, 19. So I, he would tell me stories when I was a teenager. And he's now buried where I did my novitiate and I lived where he did his novitiate. So God is so amazing. How exactly. How it comes full circle. Yeah. So, yeah. That's great. That's amazing. And now, Father Benedict taught me something that I'm hoping to, that we can continue in our parish is being attentive to the poor. So we have, like, we just had um, one of our benefactors here, um, um, Bachman, um, who who was... I forgot her first name. Barb. Barb, thank you. Barb, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's okay, Barb, I got you. I got you, thank you. <laughs> Teamwork. So Barb, very, she, she's a convert. She loves the Eucharist, and she loves the poor, and she's so kind, so beautiful. It's good to connect the, our faith in the, in the Eucharist leads us to, uh, to others. Exactly. To evangelize, number one, to take care of their spiritual needs, but also their physical needs, uh, the material needs. So I, I think that was the key for Mother Teresa, who Father Benedict Rochelle knew in person, uh, to encounter Jesus in the Eucharist and then encounter him in the poorest of the poor. Mm -hmm. That's that's key. Otherwise, what we become is like just uh, people who are um, just love uh, to help people just because, but no, with no faith. And even atheists can do that, right? Sure. We were called to love for the love of God. So we love God above all things and our neighbor as ourselves for the love of God. So it's, it's a supernatural um, reality, a supernatural source. And hopefully we can continue that. Uh, our love for the Eucharist should lead us to encounter those in need. Excellent, that's great, a great story. And again, this is one of the great things about Redeemer Radio and about doing these, these, uh, these hours with different parishes and hearing the experiences and what's happening on a regular basis to share the faith around our community. So again, pick up the phone right now and call 260-436-9598. That's 436-9598 and text or call and with the word give. So the good news is we got our bonus. So yeah. congratulations awesome. all the relatives of Jessica. Way to go. <laughs> so you put us over the top. Ariana got in there. She was really worried. Exactly. So. Way to go. And, uh, and Scott and Jessica Smith and Carol uh, Grulick, thank you. Um, so she's, she's been a sustaining monthly giver. So way to go. And she increased her investment and is awesome. now entered in the drawing for the Holy Land trip. So, uh, so Father, you've got some competition there. So, um, oh, so well, I, I love Carol, so. <laughs> so it's all right. Yeah, that's great. And then Joanna Daniels gave a phone pledge as well. So keep Beautiful. those calls. Come in. We've we've achieved our uh, our our pledge, our twenty pledges to get the unlock the five hundred dollar match. So again, we're well on our way to the five thousand five hundred dollar goal for the hour for the last ten minutes that we've got. So keep the phones ringing. And um, again, we're on our way. So just a reminder for the incentives for a monthly gift of fifteen dollars or more, you receive an insulated travel mug. And if you want to put your name in the hat along with Father and with Carol to mm -hmm. uh, to receive potentially enter to win a free trip to the Holy Land, uh, that would be a monthly gift of $25 or more or a one-time gift of $300. Awesome. So uh, so I also understand you're doing a new um, Hispanic ministry. Is that right? Yes, yes, yes. Since Advent, Bishop Rhodes gave us permission to start Mass, and, and it's been a, a blessing. So many people who had not been coming to church mm -hmm. that live locally or very close by, um, whose first language is Spanish, or are bilingual, or are intermarried, they just found a home at St. Paul of the Cross, which is it's just an amazing um, gift. We... One of the highlights have, has been the, the celebration of the Feast of Our Lady of Guadalupe. Mm -hmm. um, and of course, she's patroness of the unborn because she um, appeared 
to Juan Diego with a black slash, and that means that she's with child. Okay. So she, so she's very much a uh, uh, a symbol of pro life movement. So the Hispanics loved her. They made me celebrate mass at midnight. Oh really? All right, on the 11th, <laughs> December 11th at midnight. And That's when you, it started. Are you a late night guy, or is that? Mm, you can be. I could yeah. be. And and then we were up caroling to Our Lady at 1:30 in the morning, and they were bawling. They were singing from the bottom of the wow. heart. It was just amazing. And, and the highlight to me was they brought to us the living stations during. Right. It was absolutely beautiful. They, we did it bilingual this bilingual. year. Wow. So it was a great uh, way of um, uniting both English and Spanish-speaking um, parishioners. Uh, of course, everyone knows what stations are. And so sure. it was just, it was very beautiful. And we also had the epiphany. Uh, we had some of the Hispanics, they dressed up as the Magi. And they brought the gifts up to to um, to the child Jesus, but mm -hmm. it was just a very beautiful way of connecting the faith and the culture. Um, but it's not. I sometimes we speak about Hispanics as if it was one reality. Right, oh, no. Exactly. They are from different countries. Exactly. Right. Oh my El Salvador. Goodness. Yes, Mexico, El Salvador, Nicaragua, Spain, Brazil. Puerto Rico. We've had some uh, one young man that's an exchange student from Brazil that has come as well nice. to our parish. Every week, um, yeah. Just beautiful. And then from Colombia, it's just and then they they're evangelizers. They invite more, and they're they're the newest parishioners, and that yet they're reaching out. To, to more um, to more people. And most recently, and I asked for prayers, we had a, a teenager that was diagnosed with a brain, yeah, she has a brain tumor, okay. and she's one of our new parishioners, and her name is Jenny, Jennifer Garcia. She has asked for, for prayers. Mom said, please have everyone pray. Absolutely. And um, um, she is like desiring to learn more about her faith. She just received recently uh, several sacraments because she was in, in the hospital and very, very in, in in a time of danger in danger. So we we were able to pr provide that. And Deacon Joe um, and I went down to Indy, and it took us two hours to get there, but boy, it was worth it. Yeah. And they are so yeah. grateful. I mean, it's it was it was beautiful. Um, so yeah, so wow. we 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 want to cast a, a broader net, reaching out to those who do not come and um be okay with being uncomfortable right. and, and asking hey can you can you consider coming hey what are you doing like can and so that's what they're doing some of the hispanics are just reaching out to their co-workers uh -huh. and it's just beautiful to see i've noticed that although the, the, the this mass that father has introduced has brought people with her primary language being spanish there are a number of bilingual and so when i'm serving at mass at any of the other masses, there are people now present that we haven't seen before at all the masses, mm -hmm. and so it's it's just great. And then you have English-speaking people who go to the Spanish mass and vice versa. Mm -hmm. So it's just we're we're becoming like just right. one, and we get to see each other, encounter right. each other, and when there are meals, we we just gather. So yeah. It's exactly. A lot of times, I mean, they may speak English, but they want to pray in Spanish. Right. So it's just, it reminds me of home, it reminds me of everything that they want to do in terms of that's their connection. So mm -hmm. it makes it much more personal. Yeah. We're so grateful. I don't remember the particular event where the bishop was at the parish, but we had a reception afterwards. And oh my gosh, they brought in. Like, oh my gosh, the you cannot believe the food and the joy and the yeah. laughter that they brought. To that evening, and it was fantastic. Yeah, Bishop, yeah. was there. Bishop Kevin Rose uh, <laughs> desired to visit the parish. Uh, I invited him, and he accepted. 
with no I mean he wasn't going to celebrate confirmation it was just, just because just because because he's our father and he loves us so that's that was a great time to unite us so that's wonderful mm -hmm. that's wonderful just a just a reminder as we're headed in the last five minutes of this particular hour um, a special thank you to Bill Duffy he came on he gave online but again anybody can give at any point and any amount is welcome so it can be multiple people giving one hundred dollars three hundred dollars or a thousand dollars just pick up the phone just call or text again the phone number is two six zero four three six ninety five ninety eight there's many many things happening at saint paul of the cross a lot of connections with what's happening at redeemer radio too a lot of similarities and again that's why we're here that's why we're here together to talk about different ways we can help and support and uh, we need to extend this too because bailey doesn't want to go to school again so uh, she <laughs> spend day here so she's just going to morph into all the next of the hours right, right. bailey is exactly. that what i understand yep going to be the good. universal parishioner in exactly. every parish that comes in here. Exactly. Or maybe just kind of, you know, do your redemptive suffering talk for the next like, <laughs> yeah. six hours Absolutely. or something yeah. like that. You would so love it. You would love it. We can, we can make that happen. So, again, uh, 260-436-9598. So, Jessica, what's the, what's the next big thing uh, Big thing coming up in the, in the uh, parish calendar? Well, we have Tim Francis coming. Um, next Tuesday, we have confirmation. Bishop Rhodes is coming for confirmation. Mm -hmm. So, that's a really big deal. Um, of course, we have First Communion coming up, and um, we have an event. We've done it once already. It's called Catholic Q&A, where we allowed the parishioners for uh, several weeks to put questions in a question Excellent. box. We had an amazing oh, turnout, geez. and the response was so profoundly positive, and they were like, please do another one, please do another one. So we have that coming up on May 10th. Um, because we all need to learn more. We all have questions. There were a lot of questions, um, some of them very basic, some of them very deep theological questions. So, so we have that coming up in May. Um, so yeah, and there were a lot. people there that again were not Catholic. Absolutely, there were people who came, came specifically, yeah, who asked their friends to put questions in the box so mm -hmm. they could get some of their questions answered from their Protestant perspective. Um, and it was just a really, really awesome evening. So we will be doing that again on May the tenth. Um, so yeah, there's there's always something going on. Sounds like you're making Columbia City come alive. You know, mm -hmm. really inviting lots mm -hmm. of people to engage in the parish uh, because this is the only Catholic parish in uh, Columbia City, right? It is. It is excellent. Indeed, yeah. And we're learning that, like as Father mentioned, like sometimes we have to be okay with being uncomfortable. I think sometimes in our Catholic culture, we've been trained to like don't invite people, don't make them feel. You know, we say judge, don't make them feel uncomfortable. Where our Protestant brothers and sisters don't really have a problem with that. They'd be like, Hey, John, where were you? I didn't see you there. But so we're trying to encourage our parishioners to like get past that reach out invite people give that personal invitation it's okay if they say no um, let them know that you love them enough that you want them to participate and engage in their faith and um, i think we're seeing that that definitely reaps fruit so well said jessica i think that exemplifies exactly what we're talking about here this morning um, and what you do on a regular basis all of you do at the saint paul of the cross parish um, as well as what happens at Redeemer Radio all day, every day. So it's been such a pleasure to spend the hour with all of you. Thank and you, uh, thank you for what you're doing and how you're doing it. And we've got another pledge that just came in, Vanessa Shoon. So thank you very much for uh, for that pledge. And uh, and again, this was a, this a great hour, uh, hour number three in the beginning of the Redeemer Radio Share-a-thon. So, so tune in throughout the next couple of days. Tell all your friends and text all of your family members and uh, replicate all of the uh, the big tree that Jessica's got. So uh, we'll make to make sure she's she comes every every pledge drive. She's got a big tree that she can tap into. So 
again, our goal this this hour was a little over five thousand dollars, and we did match the uh, twenty pledges to unleash the five hundred dollar extra match. So kudos to St. Paul of the Cross. Again, the phone number is two six zero four three six ninety five ninety eight. Text or call the word GIVE, 436-9598, or go to the website, RedeemerRadio.com. Again, thank you very much. Thank, thank you, John. Thank you, John. God bless you. You're listening to an encore presentation of Redeemer Radio's share on 106.3 FM, WRDF, Columbia City, Fort Wayne, and 95.7 FM, WRDI Napanee, Michiana. We don't have people answering the phones right now, but you can still call 260-436-9598 and leave a message or donate online at RedeemerRadio.com. Make a one-time pledge or pay in monthly installments. Thank you for listening to and supporting your local Catholic radio station. There's so many other people out there who are in the same shoes that, that I was. People who are just opening up to the faith, you know, for whatever reason, there's an openness, there's a curiosity in their heart. And Redeemer Radio is one way that is really, I mean, literally broadcasting the faith, but even just in a figurative way, broadcasting it so that they could receive. I mean, these are people who are receptive. Um, and I've heard stories of this, of, of people who we're just driving around town and somehow, you know, scanning through the channels, came across Redeemer Radio and maybe even were really angry at the answers they were hearing through the programs. But after a while, started to realize like there's a consistency in what was being taught and it challenged them and they, you know, did research, they struggled, they wrestled with those, you know, topics or questions and came to realize that they agreed with it, that they saw the truth in it. Um, so in that way, I think it's a. I think Redeemer Radio is a great tool of evangelization, of, of literally broadcasting the faith. Let the Holy Spirit work through your generosity. Give securely online by going to RedeemerRadio.com and click Give Now or call 260-436-9598. You can give sustaining support to Redeemer Radio by making a monthly gift. Ongoing contributions help to reduce our dependence on Sherathon and allow us to focus on future needs. All donors who make a monthly gift of $15 or more will receive a fun travel mug that reminds you to leave room for the Holy Spirit. Monthly gifts of $25 or more receive the travel mug plus entry for a free trip to the Holy Land. Please call or give online today so your contribution can amplify the voice of the Creator. Hey there, I'm Nancy from Catholic Sprouts, and I am honored to support the mission of Redeemer Radio and Spoke Street Media. Please consider joining me in this effort by giving so that through your gift, Redeemer Radio and Spoke Street Media can continue to offer encouragement and hope where it is most needed. Redeemer Radio began almost 20 years ago to respond to the most urgent need of Catholics at that time. 
which was solid apologetics and faith formation. Since then, the world has undergone unprecedented change. While Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever, the tools for evangelization must adjust to best speak to the longing of the human heart in the current culture. In our time, with a decrease of Christian values, there's also been an increase in loneliness, isolation, and division. Redeemer Radio invites the heart to listen so that we can amplify the voice of the Creator. Together, we can journey toward the fulfillment of life in Christ. Now more than ever, Redeemer Radio needs your prayers, encouragement, and support. Help us continue sharing Christ across the Diocese of Fort Wayne South Bend and beyond. Call or text GIVE to 260-436-9598 or donate online at RedeemerRadio.com. This is Redeemer Radio Sherathon. Thank you for listening to and supporting your local Catholic radio station.